Hello, Malcolm here and welcome. Welcome to Quiet Time Coaching and this daily devotional podcast based on 1 Thessalonians. To quote from chapter 2 verse 12, they're aimed at encouraging, comforting and urging you to live lives worthy of God. Now, on to today's scripture. Today we're in chapter 3 and verse 8. It reads, For now, we really live since you are standing firm in the Lord. Paul's had some good news from Timothy. They're doing well. Their faith and love are strong and in particular their love for him is strong. They have pleasant memories of him. They long to see him. And so he's encouraged even though he's in a tough spot. He says, I'm now really living not just existing, not just getting by. I'm really living because you're standing firm. And when he says live, it's in the present tense. So the inspiration of what's happened, what is heard has been happening in Thessalonica, is lasting for Paul. It's like he's become fully alive again after a period of being perhaps not quite so invigorated in his faith. It's a bit as if his life has been on hold until this good news has arrived. You've got to think about this. In a time without rapid communication, it must have been hard to be in the dark for so long. And especially as Paul was traveling south from Thessalonica when he was kicked out of there and traveling south further and further away from Thessalonica, what was he thinking, concerned for them? That three-week-old church under tremendous persecution. We're not absolutely sure where Paul was when he wrote the letter. He might have been in Athens, but he also might have been in Corinth. Or perhaps he was in Corinth when he heard what was going on. And while he was there, he was in a tough place. He said to the Corinthians, I came to you in weakness, with great fear and trembling. That's 1 Corinthians 2 verse 3. And perhaps some of that weakness and great fear and trembling was about what was going on in Corinth and how he might be received. I think that's true. But also I wonder whether in the back of his mind there's How are my friends in Thessalonica? Causing him to be fearful and worried about them on some level. And now, hearing this good news, it must have spurred him on in the difficult work he had ahead of him, both in perhaps in Corinth and other places he went. And why is he so spurred on? It's because they are standing firm. Standing firm in the faith. Romans 11 verse 20 talks about that idea, standing by faith, not arrogant, trembling, but confident in God. Or 2 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 24, not that we lord it over your faith, but we work for you, with you for your joy, because it is by faith you stand firm. And this is such an important thing for us to remember. We don't stand firm by our techniques. We don't stand firm by our gifts. We don't stand by firm by our resources, whether we have a leader that we think has all the gifts that are needed or not, whether we have staff or not, whether we have, we have, uh, have all the resources or not that we want. It's not that that makes us stand firm. What causes us to be firm in our faith and to be confident about our future, to hold on to our hope, is that we have faith in God. One of the reasons we have a time of quiet with God as often as we can and every day and perhaps even several times a day is so that we can be reminded who it is that helps us to be firm. 
who it is that helps us to stand, who it is that can give us confidence about the future and indeed confidence for just today, that we can get through today with the strength of God, with the power of the Holy Spirit and receive God's joy no matter what else is going on. Why not pray today that God will give you the strength to stand firm through all of what today may bring you. That's something worth praying about. Thank you for listening today. It's my hope, to paraphrase chapter 1 verse 3, that your work will be produced by faith, your labour prompted by love, and your endurance inspired by hope in our Lord Jesus Christ. For more notes, lessons and resources on these topics, go to my website, malcolmcox.org. And I'll finish with the last phrase of the letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Take care and God bless.